0: Welcome back to the 85th episode of the Monster Review Stomp Down. This is Sludge, your host, co-host across from me. Is Mark. Our, well, the master from Texas. Ruben. So we're getting close to 100, boys. We're creeping around yeah. a corner. We're 15 away. I'm pretty stoked. We're gonna do something special for the hundredth episode. Want to
1: think of something? Really, oh yeah, really cool. we're gonna Robo- RoboCop for the hundredth episode. Uh, I'm totally down. I'm not at all. No. So so RoboCop. We can, you know, we already did Godzilla '98, so that's out the question. Uh, yeah, we don't ever. Although do this we can do yeah, a special. Ever. Ever. no, retro no, ever. We are not we're doing <laughs> Titanic. I don't want to do that we're one. Not
2: do Titanic. No. no. Even though
0: it can be argued that the iceberg is a monster, but yeah. you know, so but yeah, we got a fun episode, and I'm, we do apologize for the uh, delay in release. Um, could not be helped, unfortunately. Mark's employment business; he's the boss, and when people quit on him, means he gets to work more. Oh, too and, much. You yeah, mean much. it
1: wasn't? It wasn't Frank and the electrical issues caused by. Well, <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank caused some electric issues in the studio. Yes, <laughs> so, issues. well, he, I thought that was the delay. Well, I thought the delay was you know, he blew a bunch of equipment and it, his n- hair. And no, and, and, and you guys will see pretty
0: soon. But Mark and Frank were working in the studio, and oh, um, man. Frank decided he was going to help Mark with some rewiring down here. Um and it did, it kinda of went south. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that it went south pretty easily. <laughs> he he saw a big shiny silver box and wanted to know what it was. Yes. And it did not go good. We so, were doing good for a moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We thought about blaming it on Frank because uh, yeah, it definitely it caused some problems. Yeah. But uh gotta love the dude either way. So but no, but yeah, so we finally we're getting this out to you. Kind of middle of the week and we apologize, but uh like I said, just keep keep marking your thoughts. He is trucking through working hard for a man his age for a, a pizza yeah. company. That that is for sure because we were originally supposed to record this last Tuesday, right? Exactly, and then exactly. you end up having to work because people left. Yeah, and then we pushed it to Thursday, and and you end up having to work all over again. <laughs> yep, it does not so stop. Let's we were decide we we're going to do it last night, which it's is Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. and then you were pretty much on your own and one other person. So yep. we're finally on your day off. It's uh,
2: oh yeah, I was taking it. At. They could they were going to fire me today, I think, because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going yeah. to work. Well, at least nice. I said that, and where was I at it? 10.30 this morning, I was working and oh, oh, I had, I had to do paperwork and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah, hard, Hardest working man in America right there, yeah. I'm telling you. 40 years of this stuff, I'm about ready to say, yeah,
1: time to hang up. <laughs>
0: it's, it's time to be done with it. Soon. I
1: am ca- I am counting the days, which makes it going to go longer. I'm hoping to work another 10 years and then be gone. But who knows? Who knows? Because every day, every day that goes by, it seems like I'm going to have to work a little longer.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> just here going like, all right, I got, I got a little under 30 years now of work left ahead of me. And I'm like, yeah. maybe 40, maybe yeah. 50. Yeah. We'll see maybe how it we goes. just you know, That's all right. Okay. Now we're That's here my, here's a goal. working on something that we love to do, and that is talking to you all about monster movies. And we have exactly. got a yeah. Toho classic for tonight. I don't know if I'd call it a classic, but we have yeah. got the yeah. 1958 film, Varan, or Varan, Varan. I think it's how you pronounce, pronounce movie Varanapode, is that what he calls it? Uh, Doctor, that's what uh, he calls it. Varanopod. So varan. The varan is what it is. So um, this one was said came out in 1958. This has got some good information behind it because a lot. This started off with one plan and went totally left field, and Toe had to change a lot of stuff when they came out with this movie, Uh, pretty much to kind of save face almost, just to make sure they didn't waste uh, any money. But we will get into that. Before we do, here's the trailer.
1: ロケットやミサイル 1000万年前 風は東京城理庫を狙って This is Charlie with Give Me Back My Action Movies. And damn, Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s.
2: That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us.
1: Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms.
2: And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7.
1: We're having a good time. I
0: think so. I'll be back. All right, and that is the trailer for Varan. And, then of course, you got the commercial from our good buddies Charlie and Pete and Nate uh, over at the, uh, well, sometimes Nate, at the Give Me Back My Action Movie podcast. And, of course, you know, make sure you check out all the shows on our podcasting network. Uh, we just did comic book Free comic day last weekend, and set up a table with all the 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 shows. And man, a lot of people were super interested. So it's super cool. Make sure you join the groups, check the shows out. You there's nothing you can't find. We got action movies, we got horror movies, we got monster movies, we got pro wrestling, we've got haunted houses, we've got an interview show, and we've got good uh beer bad movie night, which is good beer and uh
1: some pretty bad movies. Oh yeah, (laughs) not always. They do some good ones sometimes. Yeah, win.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, <but> that's why <laughs> you, you have bad movies, movement. but if you have good beer, it makes the movie a little oh. bit more tolerable. Oh, and yeah. So. Oh, yeah. What blew me away yeah, is, the is
0: they recently did uh, Mean Girls, and, oh. me and me and Pete were talking about it. And of course, you know, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't drink, but we were talking about it, and he's like, how many would you have to do? I was like, I, you guys do a six-pack rating, I'd have to do like 12, because <laughs> I hate that, that movie so bad. And I was like, how many did you do, Pete? And he's like, one. And I'm
1: like, really? For Mean, mean, mean Girls? Mean. <laughs> You, oh, you don't like Mean Girls, huh? I hate Mean Girls. Wow. I've seen it a few times. I can't say I'm in love with it, but uh, if you've seen well, it you, once, yeah. you're in love with it, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew that. I mean, was yeah, like, I mean, if it's I on, did. I mean, it's rare. It's rare that I find it. You know, I, I he looks for it. it. Look at Look, yeah. I can tell he yeah,
2: looks but, for. It. He's like, do you, Be honest. Be honest. Mm-hmm. do you have the Blu-ray disc? Be honest. Be honest. Do you have the Blu-ray? The DVD,
1: 4, 4K, <laughs> the 4K, yeah, 4K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew I've it. Seen, I've seen it on. I've seen it on TV, and I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's a good comedy. Oh my god! You know, but, uh, there's you know, few, yeah. few movies maybe want to pull my hair out, but that is one of them. like uh, uh, just. I just.
2: I can honestly sit here and say I haven't seen it.
0: You're a lucky man, I lucky. Really, you've man. never seen I, it. Wow. Well, no. well uh, you're not. You're not missing anything. I promise you. <laughs> You're missing nothing. So, all right. Well, we're not talking about Mean Girls. We were talking about Varen. Varen came out in October of 1958 and had a crazy production on this one because this was actually supposed to be a three-part TV film that was a an American-Japanese co-production. Uh, Toho had teamed up with, um, gosh, ABPTC, what ABPT Pictures, or something like that. ABPT. That's ABPT. Right. That's right. Um, they were going to co-produce. And they were making this, like I said, three a three part TV film, and then ABPT I'm going to mess that up tonight. I can already tell right. um, <laughs> ABPT is uh, they went uh, right. under. They went bankrupt pretty much, and so Toho was kind of left with a lot of footage of this film, and decided they'll make a theatrical movie. So they finished up some stuff and released this in October to mild reviews. Um, but then it ended up getting picked up. Um, by an American company, anyways, um, and was re- extremely rehashed. So what had happened was, is they had um, it was Crown International picked it up, and they pretty much just took not even all, but some of the scenes with Varan and a few select scenes of the Japanese movie, and then spliced all new story, all new actors, you know, American, American and Asian cast, you know, mixed in between. Yeah, like
2: like what well, was about fifteen minutes of the original movie is all they use. Yeah, that yeah, much. Like yeah. it's it's
0: literally like if like, if even that. Yeah, it's yeah. like very just just the Varen scenes, yeah. and uh, of course I spared you guys from having to watch that one because it is atrocious. Um, we'll we'll talk about the, the original release and then we'll jump into that American release. So in Varen, um, pretty much you've got these two uh, science students um, who are going looking for a rare butterfly has been seen in near Iwaya village. Um, in what they call the Tibet of Japan, you know, it's around this lake. Uh, because this butterfly that's been found is supposed to only be in Siberia. So they go looking for this at the beginning of the movie, and the, you know, townspeople tell them you don't need to be here because Baradagi, which is what the the village um, who's been there for centuries, um, call Varan. Varan is like the god of that area, and his name's Baradagi, And they tell him, the you know, Bar- Baradagi is going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. They don't listen, don't believe in the myth go looking for the butterfly, and Bardoggy kills him. Here you know, Baron ends up coming out, and, uh, and they end up getting squashed. Uh, so what ends up happening is uh, one of our main characters, uh, Dr. Sugimoto, who those were his students, he sends a couple more students uh, and the sister of one of those students that died to go looking for him. Uh, and in the process of going to look for him, they discover Varen. And, of course, Baron Ends up destroying the village, and uh, Dr. Sugimoto comes out, and then the army comes out, and they try to stop Varon. They're unsuccessful uh, from stopping him, and Varon flies off. This giant lizard flies off like a flying squirrel and starts heading towards Tokyo. There's several battles at sea as they're trying to stop Baron, but then nothing they can come up with can penetrate his hide, um, and he ends up breaking land at the Haneda Airport. And at the Haneda Airport, of course, you know they're trying to onslaught him with everything that they've got and nothing's working. But another scientist has come up with a new explosive device that's 20 times more powerful than TNT, and Varon is attracted to lights. So they end up finding a way to actually drop flares, and he will eat them. So they put these <laughs> um, explosive devices onto these flares, he swallows them, and they end up blowing up inside of them, killing the monster. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not a super thick storyline by any means. You know, They need to put out another John monster movie, now, and that was what had happened. The American version. Took everything away, you know, as far as the whole, you know, native God scenario and the butterflies and the science teams, because the science teams were a pretty big part of the movie. And they bring in this American guy, a scientist from the army, who's testing out a desalinization um, chemical on this lake, because all of a sudden this is a saltwater lake now, um, which it wasn't in the Japanese Uh version. And so... They do the test, and that's when Baron comes up and they realize that you know this is a big problem. So, the U.S. Army with the Japanese Defense Force tries to stop him, it doesn't work. And he actually ends up going to not the Haneda airport, but some other area in Japan, even though they have the same footage. They for some reason changed locations in the script. Um, and it's a, a complete garbage heap. It is the worst acting, the storyline doesn't even make sense. I was telling Mark about it the other night, he's like, What was so bad about it? There's the scene in the movie where Varen destroys the village and you got all the villagers running. OK, so they're, they're going along. And the plot so far in the movie is they're going to evacuate the village because of the desalinization tests. So they've got people that are going to get them out. And then last minute, literally like 40 seconds before Varen makes his appearance in the American version, they're like, oh, well, um, they can stay. You know, we don't have to leave. We'll just tell them to be careful of the water. Uh-huh. It was it was oh. written so badly in there. It was almost like they forgot that there was the footage of Varen attacking the village and there was people there. They're like, "Oh yeah. crap, we've already shot this footage. Uh, how do we fix it?" So like literally, in like a five second scene, they they change tunes and then Varon shows up and all of a sudden these people get killed. The whole movie <laughs> is filled with horrible plot holes and bad scripting and acting. It is, it's it's the worst thing ever. Like you know, you think of Godzilla King of the Monsters, the fifty six film. You know, they, they took a little bit of the Japanese movie out, but added the American scenes of Raymond Burr. So, kind of the same concept, yeah. but they just took everything out, including the Fukubei's yeah. amazing soundtrack for this film. Uh, just yeah. completely removed it and put in a bunch of garbage uh, and then released it. And it didn't even release on its own. It released with, I think, The Amazing Colossal Man or War The Colossal Beast, one of those two. 58. It had to be Amazing Colossal Man, 58, because oh, yeah. um, it was a double bill because they knew this ain't making any money on its own. So um, it's an atrocious film, an atrocious film. Japanese one, not so much. Um, but again, this Japanese movie was done by the big four. We've talked about them a lot. So you've got Ishiro Honda um, directed the film, Tomi Uh He, um, of course, produced the film. Iji Tsuburaya handled the special effects. Akira Fukube wrote what I think, and we'll get into it, maybe one of his best soundtrack scores of all time. Yeah. Um, and then this movie actually introduced, cause you've probably heard of the name uh, Shinichi Sekizawa who wrote a majority of, well, pretty much all of the 50 or not all the fifties, but all the sixties Godzilla films up into the seventies. He was pretty much Toho's main man for their giant monster and science fiction movies. This was his first time writing for Toho. So this was his first movie. So I guess you can kind of say big five for a little bit, but it's got the big four um, and yeah, uh, it was a run of the mill film. I guess I'll go ahead and roll it since I'm, you know, already talking as it is. And nothing special about the the story. Nothing special about the movie itself. You know, I mean, Godzilla had a very horrific theme to it, dealing with nuclear, you know, radiation and and things like that. And and it was obviously a criteria, you know, one of the greatest films of all time for a reason. But even Rodan, which came now, this movie filmed in black and white because of the budget. Rodan came out two years prior and was filmed in color because they had to budget for for that to do that. You know, Rodan had a more tragic storyline. Yeah. You know, this one didn't have anything like that. There was no real emotions. This was the first, just, yeah. we just we need to throw together a, a giant monster film and just, you know, stamp it and put it out there. So it didn't feel like a lot of love wouldn't have made this movie. Actually later on, Ashiro Honda w- would go on to say that this was his least favorite body of work that he did. And if he had his way, they would have reshot a few things changed the storyline you know and put more time into it to release it but he this was you know the one thing he was not proud of making as far as the film now as far as the beast itself I think Varon is one of the coolest looking toho monsters there is like it, it
2: reminds me of have you ever seen those saltwater iguanas The marine iguanas? Marine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, and
0: and that may be where they got the design from because it definitely looks like a marine iguana. He's got the awesome spikes on the side of his face like a marine iguana does. Then he's got that one line of just super tall spikes down his back that glow, which is just awesome. And then he does have a membrane underneath his arms and legs that stretch out like a flying squirrels and allows him to fly. (laughs) So that was pretty unique, but didn't really fit in very well. Like, you no, know, it was pretty cool because, like, no, it did he, not. Yeah. yeah, when you see him in, in Destroy All Monsters, because he makes two appearances in Destroy All Monsters, uh, one of them is with, you know, his wings, whatever, you know, he's kind of floating in the air because yeah. he can't really fly. He's a glider. He's a, he's a gl- glider. Yeah. He's a glider. yeah. Um, which, I mean, they end up discovering a lizard that can do that. I can't remember what it's called, though. Um, So, I mean, a great design for the monster. I love his roar. Um, Actors. No one really stuck out. You know what I mean? Like I said, there just wasn't any phenomenal actors in this. It wasn't a great, you know, amazing storyline by any means. But I loved every moment Baron was on screen. And I could have gone with really out anything else. But for me, the shining moment of this movie was Akira Fukube's score. If you watch this movie, you'll listen to it. We were talking about it beforehand. It's like, oh, dude, that's that's Rodan's theme. Or, or that's the theme for Mothra vs. Godzilla. Or that's that's in War of the Gargantuas or that's in you know, Attack take the Mushroom People because it's, such, it's so iconic, he ended up using and reworking these tracks for other films. I think as a whole, the soundtrack of this movie is the best soundtrack that he ever did. It's just, even at the beginning, you know, you got the credits rolling and you see like the mountain yeah. area where the lake is and you hear the people, like the villagers singing bara, doggy, bara, doggy in the back, yeah. which kind of reminded me of the people from Kong. Uh, you know, yeah. Builders and Kong? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It sounded like it was that rhythm, too. But the music is just huge. It is so it's so much bigger than anything he had done before. And I'll argue that opening sequence is bigger than anything he's done after. Um, so, I mean, I like the film. I enjoy it. I, I told Mark before watching it that I, I actually watch this at least maybe at least once, if not twice a year. I do go back and revisit this because I just love the character, the monster. I think he looks cool uh the the uh, fight sequences or the you know the the army battles are great. There's a few uh, stock footage scenes from the original Godzilla scattered here and there towards the end. Um, but for being located just the final battle being done just at the Haneda airport, and it lasting you know ten to fifteen minutes, I thought they did a really, really good job at that. So I mean they kept you intrigued, you know, because he's not attacking the entire city. He's just literally at the airport, and that's it. But they did a great job at it. Um, I know one thing that with this movie was there was actually a pretty severe accident during the filming. There's the scene where um, Yuriko, what's his name? I can't remember. One of the guys, the main character guy, he's driving the truck of those explosives before they try the flares and and pretty much runs it right underneath Baron. And it cracked me up because he's like, here, hold this. And he's got like the ignition wire and he it looks like he's driving this thing like 150, 300 yards or something like that. And he, yeah. and he dives yeah. out and it stops underneath Varen, and then he comes running back and manages to make it back in time. They end up blowing it up. Well, so that that special effects shot, shot when they blew that up under Varen, it was actually in, like, the groin area of the monster. It actually caused yeah. third-degree burns Ouch! on Haru Nakajima, the guy who played Godzilla, yeah, played yeah. Varen, just like he's played yeah. many other monsters. And uh, he ended up being hospitalized because yeah, he suffered third-degree burns to his groin from that. And I was like, golly, <laughs> dude, like and yeah. came back and finished the movie. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that dude's yeah. dedicated. So, um, so I mean, they definitely worked hard on the film. Or at least he did. Um, and I thought it was cool, too, because, you know, when you see him as Godzilla, then you see him, you know, in 54. Two years later, you see him as Rodan. And then two years later, you see him as Varin. All three of those monsters don't act at all alike. No, not at all. You know what I mean? And I think that shows how good of an actor he was because their movements, their the way that they emote. Like, he did a great job of making sure – they're very drastically different animals, you know what I mean. And uh, so, so, I mean, I love the monster. The movie was very run of the mill for me; nothing special. But um, the the soundtrack is so good that I really can't complain because I I can listen to that soundtrack all day, every day.
2: Oh, I I, mean, I agree with you on that soundtrack. It's very very good. I, and and I thought you know overall uh, the movie was was okay. There was you know there was a few you know chuckles in there that. That I kind of, you know, (laughs) laughed at, you know, right at the beginning when, when Varen's coming after him and all the villagers had come to sign to search for the little boy and again, Again. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they, he starts coming after him and they turn and start running back. Well, they went through that gate and that fence yeah, and they they were waving them all back through that fence and made sure that fence was cut put <laughs> yeah, back and yeah. locked. And, and I was thinking, what's that for? <laughs> yeah, <what> he's yeah. <laughs> he, he just gonna smash <laughs> all that. I mean, yeah. but But I think, and I agree with you. It was um, nothing spectacular pops out, but it was it was a to me it was a good enough movie that kept you interested though. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know and it's um, uh, you know the the acting was. Was middle of the way. You know, it was, it was all right. It wasn't, wasn't the best in the world. I, I kind of liked the, the photographer that was, was with him. Yeah. You know, yeah. He know, was he, cool. He'd, he'd kind of squeal when he got scared and all <laughs> <Yeah>. that kind <laughs> of stuff. He's running know. through and that one
0: plant, scares him. <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, he's like, you scared me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're talking to a plant, dude. <laughs> and so those
2: parts were, you know, were, were pretty decent. But I think, um, uh, n- not something like I wouldn't be like you and, and revisit it, uh, like you do. Um, Got my feel on it uh, and and overall was uh I enjoyed it. It kept me it kept me going through the whole movie. But yeah. but it's not one of those that I would make a yearly, yearly I don't know why, man. Yeah. I don't know if
0: it's the soundtrack or the fact that I love his design, but yeah. I got you know, it's and I here.
2: didn't you know, obviously I took you know, I didn't watch the American version well, your luck. And listening to you, I'm glad I didn't watch it. But but I
1: think overall um, decent movie. Good good to watch. Ruben? Well, the the best thing about this movie, I thought, was the soundtrack. Just like you guys said, I immediately recognized it, and I said, "Hey!" I said, "Now it wasn't exact, but you could tell that he took you know, you, it was obvious that he took parts of this soundtrack and used it in other other areas or um for movies that are more well known or more or or uh, I I view a lot more times than than I will Baron. um. I thought, you know, the first thing, I, it's funny, I, I did not like Varen's design. What? I mean, I did not like Varen's design. I think it is of all the, I mean, man, well, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Of all Toho's creations of the movies, this one was its the weakest entry, I think. Really? Wow. Yeah. Even below Gabra? Yeah. And Gabbro would be the only one, but even Gabbro was a little bit more uh, entertaining. Than that was
0: Varin. the lamest, like, <laughs> yeah. monster ever. The fact yeah. that he ran around yeah. with his butt hanging out the whole
1: time. <laughs> yeah, and you're right, you know. It, 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 that's why I thought about it, but I said, mm, which one would I run? Gabbro was a joke. It was a joke, and you knew it was a joke. And Varon was not supposed to be a joke. Right, Okay. Right. So that's what distinguishes it. And um, I, I just, you know, I, I was watching it, and it, it is a very... You could just tell Toho just said, eh, we need to put something out here. Let's just throw it together and put it out. Um, you know, even the story about the butterflies, that didn't make much sense to me at all. Like, oh, these are only found in Siberia, but you know what? Maybe we have some here in Japan in this lake, you know, the Tibet of Japan. I'm like, yeah, and, and why there's, there? Yeah, yeah, why there? There was no, you know? no
0: explanation why it was called
1: the Tibet of Japan either. It's just, yeah, it's, what it's this it. is the Tibet of Japan. And I'm like, okay, fine, but. What makes you think there's but- those butterflies are there? And they're not extinct because obviously they're found in Siberia. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, all right. And then, you know, and then it, the movie was not, yeah, it was interesting enough, but it didn't. Like, let me just put it this way. When they were trying to kill Varen when he was in the lake and they are trying to kill him and they were throwing those bombs with the poison down the lake. I didn't think once about Varen. I'm like, Y'all are killing all the fish just to get to him, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah are. And and I start thinking we're all the dead fish, you know. You all just dropped like thirty bombs down there with all kinds of oh, there was only like and, 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 five fish in yeah, the lake. There's that one shot, in where the said, lake like five something. pop up. That's yeah. it. That's all there is. And and I guess that's what he was eating, you know. I guess that's why there was only five fish in the lake because maybe Varon was eating the rest of them. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, he should have starved to death by now. <laughs> you know and then i i like mark i'm like they're, they're just like oh you can't you can't cross over and this gate i'm like well what's the difference it's just a little made out of twigs and branches you know That's and, then re- and then for some reason and then for some reason a dog just runs in there no rhyme or reason he just bolts into the yeah. into the area i'm like okay so why what is a dog after and what? then he just stops and just kind of looks around like okay i'm you know, I've done suckered all these people in now. What, what you know, I, what I, I liked
2: about that, that part with the dog, <clears throat> excuse me, was, is when he come running back and he has the note yeah. in the collar. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 Is, yeah. yeah. After they read Oh, they're okay. And then he turns around <laughs> and takes yeah, Hey, we're all again. right, man. No
1: problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, so the, the movie wasn't that great to me, but, but the, but the monster scenes were great. Like when, when they had, when they had the, uh, you know, when they brought the note back and they were pinned in that cave and. Oh, love that. Trying to get at him. That that was a very cool scene. You know, I will say that was a very cool scene. I mean, scene. and I would argue yeah, like
0: that, the the scene from Son of Godzilla where Spiga is trying to get them in the cave crevice.
1: I mean that's that is yeah. literally
0: shot for shot, the same scene. I felt like they were like, yeah, this is yeah, exactly. too cool of a
1: shot. We gotta do this again in something a little bit better. We gotta do this again. And and you know, so I thought that was cool. The whole that whole sequence at the airport did save the movie for me. That that made the movie. Yeah. You just have to get there the whole other you know, hour or so before you get to that. And then that's what made the movie salv- salvageable. There you go. I couldn't almost <laughs> couldn't get that out, but uh, that, that was cool. I thought the effects on there were good. I thought, you know, Baron looked decent there. Um, and uh, I liked the premise on like, oh, hey, we're going to, we're going to, you know, have them swallow bombs. I didn't really care for that, but you know, like, okay, so why is he eating the light? You know he's attracted to the light, but he's gonna what? He's gonna swallow it. He's gonna swallow these things. I I, I didn't get that. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. You know, and I thought it was cool the way he drove that truck. Yeah, I did think that was cool. He was like he was like, you know, kamikaze, just gonna drive right. I thought, what is he gonna do? Just drive right into him? And then when he got underneath him, I said, oh, I see what he's doing. He's gonna blow. Him. He's gonna get him where it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that was the plan. Well, and obviously I, it did. Was, yeah, it, it did. It worked. <laughs> it worked to an extent, but it was <laughs> yeah. it was a. You know that's say that's what salvaged the movie. Would I watch it again? Mark was saying uh, that was a that was a no for him. Uh, I I might, but I'd really have to be in the mood for something. And the only thing that would get me the mood for it is the soundtrack. Oh, it's just sitting there watching the soundtrack. It's so funny. We talk about this a lot. Sometimes soundtracks makes the movie make the movie. And this one. Man, you hear that theme, and it just—I mean—you know—you're you're watching a Toho movie for once. Yeah. For one, you know, you know you're watching a Toho movie, and you know there's going to be a pretty good-looking monster coming. You know, there's going to be a monster coming. Um, so those two things are what you know. What, those things I listed is what makes the movie, you know, salvageable and and not. You know, it's is it better than Godzilla's Revenge? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I would say yeah, but only. Only because Godzilla's Revenge is one giant kids movie, and yeah. this is not a yeah. kids movie. You know, Godzilla's Revenge. Okay, to be fair to Godzilla's Revenge, if if you, if I can say that without laughing or getting a chuckle, is Godzilla's Revenge was made for the same people that watch, for the same kids that watch Barney, or watch Teletubbies, or watch. Uh, it could have been God, double build. It could have been yeah. double
0: billed with like Gamera versus Zegra.
1: Yeah, th- yeah, something yeah. like that. It is. It was made for kids. It was made for kids, and I don't even want to say twelve. Well, twelve-year-old kids back then, twelve and under is what that movie was made for. Yeah. Okay. So, and this one wasn't. So, which that way for me, that's what makes it a little bit better than Godzilla's Revenge. So, if I had Godzilla's Revenge in one hand and Baron, I might go for Baron, unless I I feel like a comedy. Well, I'm definitely you know? going for yeah, Baron. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I mean, you have Godzilla. You know, that's about it. And, and Godzilla's Revenge and your favorite, Menia. Oh, uh, oh, but when and so and so, yeah. you know, when I was sitting down trying to figure out what to give this thing as far as stomp ratings go, I said, okay, is there? You know, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of movies that I would rate lower than this one.
0: You yeah, know, definitely. And
1: Godzilla's Revenge, Godzilla '98. You know what? Godzilla 98 or Varan, you know, type of deal and, and and there again it would be on on what is what is it that brings you into a movie. You know, a lot of people probably say Godzilla 98. Well, you no, know, instead of Varan. I mean, yeah. the,
0: even though the acting in Varan was bad, it was still better than the acting in Godzilla 98.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, was, but then but then you have, you know, then like you got some people that say hey, that those special effects in Godzilla 98 are 1000 times better, which they are, but... You're talking 40-year difference filmmaking. Yeah. There's yeah. a 40-year difference. Yeah, you know. And, and, of course, this movie for some... You know, and, and it got that way as we went down the Showa era. You went from Godzilla 54 and Rodan and movies that had, uh, I think, when you said emotion. Yeah. It was an yeah. emotional connection. And this one, there is no emotional connection. It's just a monster movie. And if you like to see stuff destroyed and you know people running and and, and, and a little silliness in, in between, then th- this is a this is a w- very watchable movie. <laughs> um, very watchable compared to Godzilla's Revenge, I would say. You know what? You're oh, saying yeah, watchable, absolutely. If I if I'm if I'm rated in on watchability, this one wins over Godzilla's Revenge. Yep, it, it definitely does. Well,
2: so. I reckon there was one it, it, towards the end of the movie, and obviously you know Varan's eating the flares. Uh, and right. and, yeah. and I thought about this, you know, when you were just now talking about Ruben. Okay, so yeah. how many flares does he eat? Like three or four? Three. Yeah. And then and then yeah. you know you have the the first explosion. Yeah. And then you hear one of the doctors or one of them say he's still got a bomb left in there. One. How yeah. do you know he's still got a bomb left? In <laughs> yeah. There? Mm-hmm. And and when that bomb finally explodes. It looks like a nuclear blast. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. it's- oh, dude. But the first couple ones, he's fine. He's not a problem. Yeah. He kind of leans over well, goes out know. to the water. And then when he gets yeah. in the water, you have this huge... Well, well no, no. One. yeah, the yeah. One that was still waiting to blow yeah. just yeah. out. Know, <laughs> the one that they knew was
1: in there. Let, let me help you out with that, Mark. What it is is, okay, just imagine he went to Taco Bell. <laughs> the first couple were just... Well the first couple was the first couple of tacos and then the last one was the one that really got them. Oh the, yeah, yeah, the burrito supreme. <laughs> the burrito <laughs> supreme. <after laughs> the Supreme. That sour cream and that other that finally oh, yeah. <laughs> hit And that was the end of that. Oh, oh exactly. The first couple yeah, exactly. Was, you know, you might have been a, it might have just been a plain taco with lettuce and tomato. But that third one, that was the supreme with the Oh, day old sour cream. yeah, everything right there. Room temperature the <laughs> flowers, you know. Uh, <laughs> so if you imagine yeah. it that way, then you can see what Yeah. Oh, exactly oh, yeah. Definitely happened. got it. <laughs> <You> Definitely <laughs> got that. <laughs> oh. That was oh. good. But but oh, yeah. it, all in all, it was it you know it, it was a it, it was a fun film and it, it's very watchable. It's just not one of my favorite Toho entries. It just just isn't. You know.
0: I would agree. That's still what's here. All right. Well, hey. Yeah. Let's find out. It's stomp down rating time. (laughs) All right. So collectively, we gave this movie a three out of five stomps. We were all pretty close. Me and Mark gave a three. Ruby gave a two and a half. Um, Run run of the mill monster movie. I mean, I I still, you know, find it. I don't know. For me, it's more entertaining. The movies like I don't. We think we've even done this one yet, but like Reptilicus. You know, like I like this more than Reptilicus. What would I put Reptilicus as? I mean, this is just right, yeah. right down the middle, run of the mill. I enjoy, the soundtrack is well, super. I like enjoyable. this one better than
1: Razorback. I like this one a
0: whole lot. Ooh, wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's rough. (laughs) That is rough. Um, But super amazing, for me, super amazing soundtrack. I mean, I could literally just put the movie on just listen to the soundtrack. It's so good. Exactly. Um, And then I enjoyed the monster. that I agree with. Yeah. And I enjoy Baron's design, and I think the monster scenes are really, really good um, for it. The rest of the stuff, human stuff, just, you know. (laughs) <laughs> throw it out the window so so go. you
1: like the design so you so obviously you think gabra's is worse is there oh yeah absolutely is there another monster do you think it's worse than, than varian are we talking about like, go, like
0: like like, toho, like and, the toho well,
1: we'll, we'll just go ahead yeah we'll put menia in there i should i should well menia is
0: definitely oh yeah i might i might gabra i would put gabra yeah. above yeah. menia
1: um yeah uh, uh, Is there's another one that you think is worse or are those the only two
0: no, I mean I would go with as far as if we're talking just Toho films, yeah, just um, Toho.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, and that have to be Godzilla Showa just uh, all general, three all three of the monsters from Yog monster from space. Um, you know, okay, Gazora, yeah, Kamiba, yeah. Uh, didn't like. I mean they they weren't bad designs, but I put them below Varan for sure. Um, and honestly, um not the Showa, but the Millennium King Cesar. I cannot oh, I cannot yeah, stand I that, yeah. yeah.
1: I'll put that below. Yeah, me too. Yep. I, I agree with you. I, and obviously, Toho liked Varan's design because they wanted to use him For his, in other movies. Yeah, yeah. But his oh, suit yeah. was his suit was just so destroyed that they couldn't do I, it. I would. I mean, I would put Varan
0: as far as the design and how much I like just just looking at the monster itself. I mean, I would put it on par with like Manda.
1: You know? Yeah. There you go. I agree. You, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. I, I guess maybe because it was in black and white and it wasn't shot. In quality, black and white. No, there's no. just no sharpness to that. They just didn't, you know. Maybe if it was in a sharper black and white, and I, you know, and maybe you know, if I would have seen Varan in color, I might change my mind. Because some of the pictures you see, like in Destroy All Monsters, he 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 made his appearance there, but he was smaller in that one. If I if I'm not mistaken, he yeah. wasn't the, the same size. Well, it's because
0: they used the 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 maquette puppet.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and, and you know. You know, I read the Toho the wanted, wanted to make him a more integral part and wanted him in the fight and destroy all monsters. They just couldn't do it because the suit was just totally destroyed and they couldn't invest the right. money to get it repaired. And I would have know, loved so-
0: to have seen him because, I mean, Shusuke Kaneko originally for GMK, it was going to not be Mothra, um, Baragon, and King Ghidorah. It was yeah, going to be exactly. Baragon, yeah. Anguirus, and Varen. And Varen right. was going to be the main bad guy, or the main good yeah, guy, I should say, I guess, sorry. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen that redesign.
1: That so would have been be pretty great. cool. And apparently, apparently Varon is in that mythos of the GMK. You know, yeah. he's part of that, you know, whatever multiverse or whatever you want to call uh, it. The guardians the, for that the view, guardians. Yeah. 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 The guardians. And that would have been cool. And I think at Toho went and did that, I think that would have, it, it, it would have been great. I think and a modernized Varon, you know, Oh yeah. Color. And Oh man, I think, well, it, I remember was, when, when trend Masters came out with the Monster
0: Wars figures. Yeah. And they had redesigned Varon with that figure of theirs. I thought he looked amazing. I was like, I yeah. want this in a cartoon or in a film or whatever. Uh, still one of my most sought-after figures. But, hey, I got a Megalon now. So, But yeah. that Varin that they redid for that was awesome. I, I even think he, he looked cool, minus being purple, um, in the yeah. Godzilla Nintendo game.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he was oh, super hard, too. I, throw me nuts.
1: Oh. Yeah, so I, I think Toho wanted to find ways to get him in there, they just couldn't budget it and unfortunately. Which I think it's a shame. It is. I think it I think it would have changed my opinion of him if, if they would have done that. Because I, I really do now thinking looking at it the way I'm judging him, I'm judging him over a bad quality of, of, of the movie itself rather than than his suit. You know, it's just right. it wasn't that clear, you know. So uh I don't know if that's fair or not, but oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. So, <laughs> but there you go. Three
0: out of five from us, and like I said, it's it's definitely you know worth at least watching once uh, uh, to check out because it's it's that much enjoyable because of the soundtrack and the monster itself. And, you know, if you listen to Mark and Rubin maybe not once a year like I do, um, but <laughs> now, once a lifetime. What, yeah, <laughs> what are so, you talking? Nah. A year? <laughs> it's at it's a least <laughs> worth checking out once. So definitely recommend. Of course, we recommend most of the movies. You know, we review, but this one's fun. Yeah. And if you want to hear, where especially if you're a music person and you want to hear where some of these iconic scores from the Godzilla movies came from, this is where it started, and it's definitely worth checking out. Um, and that, and that, and I think I would even say that opening sequence will grab you with the soundtrack because of the soundtrack yeah. it will grab you right there and there. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, uh, you know, I'm excited because we need to find out, uh, Mark, I know what I thought. But I know what Mark thought about the Twonky. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, uh, yeah. Man. What did y'all think uh, about yeah. that? Oh, so yeah. So let's find out. It's uh, time to test your mic. Your mic.
2: Test your might. Test your might. Test
1: your might. Test your might.
0: All right, Mark. 1953. The Twonky. Ruben decided that one last time. <laughs> and I volunteered. If those remember, I volunteered to watch it with him. I'm just
2: going to tell you right now that I would come closer to watching Twonky once or twice a year than I would Varen. I, you
0: know,
2: I would
1: too. I... I, I
2: Actually, uh, I, man, I, I actually y'all
1: are y'all are disappointing me. I'm <laughs> trying to Sorry. make y'all suffer. Every movie I pick, y'all enjoy. It what was so
2: of- good, man. <laughs> you know, it's a comedy science fiction movie. Yeah, uh, it was.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it. I
1: I liked wow, it. I dude, really it did. So much, you know, watching
0: that TV run around with his little uh, legs. Oh yeah. Things, I, know, that was the,
2: the best part is when he gets gets the old woman. He tells the old woman on the side of the road that uh, his wife's having a baby. He's got to get to the hospital. And his car had broke down, or he ran out of gas, yep. so she agrees to take him. She and he jumps in the car. Well, the, the twonky jumps into the back, uh, into the trunk, you know. And and, and then you, all of a sudden, you see the back seat kind of smoking, and yeah. then here pops out through the antenna. And I was like, "This is so good, oh, man! <laughs> is, I, love my, I love this. I love this." So. My favorite
0: scene was uh, the, the, they were after him for the money for the TV. Yeah. Like eighty five dollars and some change, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So and that that collections agency woman comes and it's like I'm <laughs> staying here till the and I'm like well, that's kind of rude, yeah. you know. And so she stays the night at his house, showers the whole nine, nine yards, yards man. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and so she ends up like coming and finding the TV, and then you just hear her scream and like this kind of explosion happen off screen. And then it goes back to that shot where she was, not and then her bra just kind of slowly falls <laughs> down. Like, oh, f- oh. like what just happened to this lady? Did he just vaporize her? And then his wife comes running in the door. And it's like, why is there a naked lady running down the street? I was like, dude, this was great. Oh, uh, uh, I, I enjoyed. I, it. I'll
2: give that a three point five on my
1: stomp rating. Oh, I that. totally would too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally yeah. would too, man. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. awesome. I really man. I, I'm really gonna have to dig. It was I'm so, so good, man. Like harder. even my
0: wife. Who doesn't watch there you ninety go. percent we... of what we watch? Yeah. She's I was watching it and she had to come in and she's caught like maybe thirty seconds of it and she's like, Is that TV running? I'm like, yes. and then she just goes from like the dining room table to right next to me on the couch and watch
2: the whole movie with me.
1: <laughs>
2: it was good. It was good. <laughs> that, that, it know? was awesome. <laughs>
1: How am I supposed to take pleasure in your suffering <laughs> if y'all are not <laughs> suffering? Well, you know, I tell you, what, you just keep it up.
0: Uh, You're doing good. Yeah, You're you'll get good. there. Oh, you'll man. get there. So, yeah. all right. Well, it is time for another round of questions from the one Charlie Chase over at Give Me Back My Action Movies, Give Back My Horror Movies. And uh, are you guys ready?
1: Yeah, I got to go get my notes.
0: His notes. His Notes. What? what yeah. You've been talking to Charlie. What?
1: What? That's what. Oh, that's
0: what, yeah. You've been talking to Charlie now.
1: I told you. I. I cram for his exams. Oh, my God. He does. <laughs> yeah. we talked about that at free comic day. Charlie brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. So hold on just a second.
0: So we should probably play, like the Jeopardy theme music right now. People are like, what's going on? It's like, Oh, we're just, we're waiting for Ruben. His notes. He studies for these. T- I, for I told quiz. I told Charlie I was like, dude, I, he's he's like, man, I feel so bad because Mark loses all the time. Oh, it doesn't bother me. And I'm like, because Mark knows my probably the days. least. I was like, oh. and uh, so he's talking about how like Reuben um, is always you know studying for these, and he's like, do you study? I'm like, yeah. no, I don't. I don't study at all. Like I just take it as it comes. I was just trying to somewhat make it fair for Mark. So, um, but yeah, he's... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm well, not saying this, what's this gonna happen, is, but so, so I yeah, so I I, I study for Varian. Of course, I you know, I read up on Varian and you know, try to find and while I'm doing that, I always think, okay, would Charlie ask something around something like this, you know? So I kind of make notes. I'm like, okay, so you know he's you know, got he's just, got something planned for you, Ruben. I'm uh, gonna tell you I bet he does. He's you know, got he's something always, planned for you. He's always doing a booby trap on me, you know. He's still <laughs> angry about that. Rocky Maivia's question. <laughs> we he, talked about that too. I was like that, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> right, he well. had and and, and but before we get on that the other day, I mean I don't know if you guys know but The Rock has a sitcom on on NBC. It's his life story. I don't know if you guys nope. caught it or not. Huh. No. <laughs> okay. So, his first match for WWE was a dark match here in Corpus Christi, Texas. I don't know if you got you got probably, you know, that was his very first match. He got a call from you know, from uh, Jack Briscoe, I think, and he goes, "You're going to wrestle a dark match in Corpus Christi, Texas." That was going to be the rest of it was televised, and but he was still Rocky Maivia. He was not, you know, that was his very first match. And I'm like, "Well, th- wait a minute!" But then he talked about it later that you know he was that was his first match. But then he was sent to Jerry Lawler's, uh, where uh, you know, okay. where Charlie stopped yeah. me. He was so his first match for WWE was. Here in Corpus Christi, and he was still Rocky, uh, his original name, Rocky. And then they sent him to, ja- the, to ja- the Lawler's to, to develop, and then he came back. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I thought I, said, I got him. I got Charlie now. He misinformed everybody. And I'm like, oh, no, he didn't. Darn it. <laughs> That's a, that was awesome. <laughs> All, right, All right, let's yeah. do this thing. Here we go.
0: Number one What year was the first documented use of a human wing suit or squirrel suit? What? What? Okay, so uh, uh,
1: okay. what year yeah. was the
0: first documented use of a human wingsuit? Was it A nineteen oh seven, B nineteen twelve, or C nineteen thirty? Uh, human wingsuit. Man, I'm totally guessing this one. Yeah, yeah me, me too. Me too. What kind of question is that, Charlie? Like, Thank you, Charlie. Wingsuit. I guess because very. I'm, I'm thinking
1: something yeah. with flight of Icarus or something like that. Maybe. So we'll see. All
0: right. Yeah. Number two, in Pacific Rim Uprising, paid tribute to Toho in a brief scene that included the heads of 12 Kaiju. Varan was one of the ones that was shown. Which of the following were not shown? A, Batra, B, Yongari, or C, Anguirus? You mean repeat the question? Okay. No.
2: What the, yeah, repeat the answers again.
0: A, Batra, B, Yongary, or C, yep. Anguirus? All right. Number three, the main financier of the Twonky was told midway <laughs> through production that movie was going to to bomb, and he wouldn't receive inve- his investment back. But in an unlikely twist, financier Buddy Nast simply stated, I need a tax write-off for this year anyway. How much did Nast invest into the, twon- the film Twonky? Really? A, $100,000, B, $200,000, or C, $300,000. Oh, man. I'm going to go... I have no
2: idea. I didn't.
1: I didn't did study. Well, I picked out the movie, so I, I'm getting that one. I'm getting one of three at He's least. you getting one. All right, let's
2: yeah, find out. I, I bet I'm over. I'm watching another movie. <laughs> <if> you... <laughs> <I'm picking> another <laughs> one.
0: What year was the first documented use of a human's wingsuit or squirrel suit? A 1907, B 1912, or C 1930. The correct answer is B 1912. A Frenchman designed oh, a suit gosh. and tested it by jumping off the Eiffel Tower. He died. Okay. <laughs> well, I,
1: got right. one. I got that I one got right. That right. one. Yeah, yeah. that uh, was a guess, though. Well, I will say it was a guess.
0: In Pacific Rim Uprising, uh, of course, there was the scene where they paid tribute to Toho in a brief scene that included right. the heads of twelve kaiju. Baron was one of them shown. Which of the following were not shown? A. Batra, B. Yaugeri, or C. Anguirus. The answer is C. Anguirus.
1: Uh-uh. Dang, I missed that one.
0: I, I actually knew that one because they actually even show because they showed Young Gary. They even show like Zegra from the Gamera series. Why was Giron. I thinking?
2: Why was I thinking Young Gary is, is not a Toho monster? It's not Toho. Well, what didn't he say they, that they were? Sh- you said, wait a
1: minute. To- he said Toho. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why paid I tribute did. to Toho in a brief yeah. scene.
0: Hey, 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 hey. That's hey. That's why uh, I pick Young Gary. You to pick
1: up that. Well, I knew this, is, that. An this yeah. is an outrage. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Charlie. <laughs> you blew that one,
0: buddy. <laughs> right, number three. Hey, wait, 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 right. wait.
1: What's the answer here on number two? C. Anguirus. He's not in the scene. Anguirus. Yeah, and I yeah, picked Yongiri right. because I didn't know. He, I thought he was not Toho. So yeah, he's him. not Toho. You're taking it up with the question, man. Not that's me. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't right. make we the question. We see where this one
2: went. We see where. I'm gonna have to watch another movie after all. <laughs> I thought I was
0: through this thing. Number three.
1: Okay. So how
0: much money did Buddy Nast invest into the film Twonky? A one hundred thousand, B two hundred thousand, or C three hundred thousand. The answer is three hundred thousand. C. Oh, I,
1: got I got that, that wrong. One right. I you got two. Right. You got, got two. I got two out of three, man. How much did you get? Two Ruben? out of three. Two two out of three. What'd you get? Again, we got a tie. Again, another time. We got a tiebreaker. We got a tiebreaker question, right? No, there's
2: not really a tiebreaker. There's a cheating. See, that's where that's where I oh, told you where they talk, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. See
1: how that? A, he yeah, that table. Oh yeah, they he picked they that. Conspired
2: second one and it should have been Yon yeah. Gary it should have been B but, but he, he goes there's there's
1: there's, there's 2,000 mules and then there's yeah, oh yeah exactly there's yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly exactly what I'm talking
0: right well, there we'll reach out we'll, okay so we need a tiebreaker question that's two, that's that's two in a row uh, did we do that last time?
2: oh no I, I
0: was over three oh, okay. last, <laughs> was last one, so. I was all about that alright well let's reach out to the one Charlie Chase and find out what our tiebreaker question is going to be yeah stick around All right, it is time for our tiebreaker question. What year did Stan Winston establish his own company? A, 1971, B, 1972,
1: or C,
2: 1973? That's a hard one. I have no
1: clue. I'm guessing. I'm guessing at this one.
0: And the answer is, okay, ready for the answer. I not sent the answer yet. I wrote my answer down. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it came, he did it after he did Piranha 2. 1972, crap. What'd you do? All right. I did 73.
2: And I did, did. Se- and I did 72.
0: Son of a
1: gun. Guess God. who lost? 72 <laughs> 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 is what I wrote, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Mark,
2: well, I, I'll, I'll give you the pleasure. Well, you know, I, I I thought about the killer clowns from outer space.
1: Oh, but, oh come on, that's too much fun for him. Uh, that's you know,
2: I, I agree. Um, so I'm thinking Titanic at the moment, right now. Oh my, no, it's oh. a monster movie. Got to be a monster oh, movie. Oh, oh, well, for you, that was a monster movie, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know what, what what do you got in line over there.
1: Oh, I got some stuff lined up. You want me to give him one? Give him one. Give him one. All right. You know what? I'll give you a Roger. How about that?
2: All about right. Uh, really? I've probably hey, seen you. it. Yeah.
1: Sure you do. <laughs> he makes a ton of crappy movies. <laughs> okay, all right. no, I'm not giving you Roger Portman. I'm giving you a movie called Mansquito, made in 2005. <laughs> seen it? <laughs> Have oh, you seen man. it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> there was that time
0: right in those like late 90s, we had all those low budget. There was Mansquito. Yeah. There was Skeet- mosquito, and then there was Skeeter <laughs> There was three of them. Now Mos- mosquito was the better of the three because it had. Uh, oh, uh, you see
1: that? Man, uh, you dang
0: was. it. Uh, What's his name? The guy played uh, Leatherface in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Ted Gunnison or whatever. He was in Mosquito. So I'll totally do Mansquito unless you got a better option.
1: You got something?
2: I I don't know. I didn't plan on winning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? I got one here that uh, will tie in with the interview that we're going to do. That's going to get released later on. Okay. You want that one? Oh, "Attack of the Crab Monsters" 1957. Seen it. <laughs> <My> <laughs> gosh, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Well, let's that. We'll, we'll do that. we'll do that one because it, it kind of ties. In it has been the- a long
0: time though. I actually watched yeah. that. I watched that on a double bill um, with uh, 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 it was "Attack of the uh, uh, Giant Crab Monsters" and "Attack of the Giant Leeches." Both of those back to back. So "Attack of the Giant Crab Monsters," I can do it. It has been yeah, a while so since I've this- seen that one actually.
1: Yeah, so let's let's do that yeah. one because it kind of ties in with everything.
0: All right. I'm just glad I don't have to watch a movie. Extra one. <laughs> See, I even told Charlie. Okay, so we messaged him for a tiebreaker. I said, man, I said, I hate you. And he says, "That's a pretty good question on the fly. I said, it was, but I thought he created the studio after he did special effects on Piranha because I knew he did that, and Piranha came out in 72. That's why I thought 73. And he's like, no, he still made it the same year. I'm like, crap. He's like, I was going to say, ask, what was his first movie he ever did? And I knew the answer to that one. And I was like, well, I know that one. That, like, I had that movie on DVD. And he's like, that's why I didn't ask it. So he he asked a question yeah, for you guys. Oh, yeah, right.
2: Whatever. You want us to buy that? What, was, oh, Stan yeah. Win- God, what yeah. was Stan
0: Winston's first film? You've seen it. I know you've seen it. Actually, you may have seen it. You were the one who uh, introduced uh, me to it. I don't it. know which one. First, I'll give you a hint. First film that Stan Winston ever did special effects for was a television film made for TV film.
1: Well, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking, no, it can't be Trilogy of Terror. No, nope. he, he didn't do that one. No, it wasn't that one. Which was a good movie. That is a very good yeah. movie.
0: Gargoyles.
1: Oh, yeah. One. Yeah. 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 Man, and it, it's right in that time. I was, I was trying to think. I don't know. I said, yeah. I it was one of those late nights. Yeah, dude, that's a great Gargoyles. movie. I love, right. I love that Gargoyles movie. So. very good.
0: All right. I lost fair and square, and I got to watch Attack of the Giant Crab Monsters. Uh, as Ruben said, for those listening for a special episode next month, we were trying to get it done a little earlier, but schedules were a little conflicting, but we finally got it nailed down the books and we are going to, you saw us spread the word for an upcoming monster movie called crabs. And we will be interviewing Pierce, the director for that one. Uh, we've actually are super excited for this. Um, Mark is leaning towards me because, um, I, I can't pronounce his last name, yeah, okay? So let's always do it. I promise you, by the time you hear the episode, I'll have because we record the interview tomorrow. Actually, uh, I'll have figured out what his last name sounds like uh, and and try not to butcher it too bad. But Crabs, you know, we shared it on on Facebook and, and all the socials. We're super excited because this is just—we've already seen it. And we're going to do an interview and then review with Pierce and then review the movie. Yeah. And we're super stoked for this. We better make sure you guys w- listen to this episode. Spread the news about this episode. Get everybody to get on and support Pierce and this movie because it is the it may be, and it's going to be a bold statement coming from me. Here it comes. This may be the greatest love letter to eighties monster films. Yes. Ever. Ever. Like I completely enjoyed this movie. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I yeah. loved it. It was so what, good. It, it,
1: what if you? you godzilla king of the monsters that just came that was a love letter to the show era if you asked me to. yeah absolutely is, was that's what this one is to to 80s monster movies and, and it, it was great i really enjoyed it because i enjoy 80 monster movies oh yeah 80s monster it, movies a it's, lot it's, it's got there was only there was only one there was only one thing missing that would have made it complete for me and he I, I know he can't cast her because she's just too valuable an asset. There was oh, no Phoebe Cates in the movie. Yeah, there's no Phoebe hey, I knew where Kates he was going. There. <laughs> she was all that was missing. That uh, was man. all that was missing. Uh, so definitely <laughs>
0: stay tuned for that one, man. I'm telling you, if I could sum it up, I mean, this is a monster movie through and through that just knows where it comes from and does a phenomenal job. But if I was to put, if I was to say this movie is this, I would say crabs is gremlins meets yoga hosers meets the mighty Morphin power rangers. There we go. That is guaranteed. Yeah. You're going to have a freaking blast watching it. So you are. You so are. stay tuned. We will be promoting this one pretty heavy because again, we want you guys to support. You know, on all the shows we interview, you know, independent directors and writers and things like that. We want you to show some love and support for these guys. But I, we promise you, this movie is well worth your support because it is a super great film. Um, so we're excited to have Pierce on and for you guys to hear that episode next month. Also, next month we have got because Jurassic World Dominion is coming out. The 10th of June, we are going to throw out a better dinosaur movie at you. Well, It's coming. I don't know if i call it better than Jurassic World. I mean, I haven't seen it. But <laughs> back in the 90s when the first Jurassic Park came out, Roger Corman, who's great on cashing in on you know, the success of other films, created the movie Carnosaur. And we're going to do another double feature for you guys. We're going to do Carnosaur 1 and 2. And I'm stoked about it because I love these movies. Um, and yes, he does so we're going to release that same weekend as Jurassic World Dominion and uh, hopefully you guys can get a chance to watch these two. and you let us know which ones you like more you know the Jurassic Park films or the Carnosaur films hint hint Carnosaur films are better um, and then we're going to go with a great giant monster movie that most people may not have seen um, we're going to go outside Japan and outside of America for it. We're going to go to South Korea. And yes. we're going to check out Yongary, Monster yes. from the Deep, next month. So yes. we've got three great yeah. episodes coming next month for you. I um, hope you guys definitely stick around and listen to those. But also, this month we have one more episode coming up. Of course, you got the, St- the Stompy and Frank show coming at the end, of the end of the month. But we have got Mark's Birthday Bash coming up here yeah. in just two weeks. Um, and we're doing, you picked Notzilla for that one. So uh, have you watched it yet? I have not yet. So I'm not sorry. We, next weekend. Not yep. this weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I actually almost watched it the other day. I'm super stoked. So we've got a lot of cool surprises in store from Mark for his oh, birthday episode. So you scary. are not going to want to miss it. So, all right, guys, thank you all so much again uh, for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you get a chance to watch Baron, it's worth a watch once. Uh, then, of course, come back next time to find out what I think about Attack of the Giant Crab Monsters. And uh, you know what we—the love we're about to show Mark for his birthday episode. Oh, so yeah, it's going to—it's no. going to be great. And Pete already picked the movie, or Mark picked the movie out a piece of you know I,
1: I might have a, have Mark for 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 that week pick out the Monster Mash song or track. Hey, that'd be a good oh, idea. I think Monster I'm gonna Mash. let you do that. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna talk to you about it, and and it'll be your choice. All right, we'll we'll go mm. to work on that one. That yeah, will be yeah, pretty cool. We still got a so, while to we'll do, but we'll do let you do that. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, guys, thank you all so much. Make sure, of course, go check out all the other shows on the Give Me Back, my podcast network. We love you all so much. Stay tuned for Mark's that birthday episode, the next episode of the Zombie and Frank Show. This is Sludge. And Mark. And you got Ruben in Texas. Y'all have a good night. Right.
2: Good night. Come night on, y'all. you take, You want to live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens. Godzilla Hello peasants, Stompy here, reminding you to join the Monster Movie Stompdown Facebook group and follow us on Instagram so you can get all of the extra content from the Monster Movie Stompdown. Three times a week, we bring extra content with The Underdogs on Mondays, where we discuss great monster movies you might have missed Monster Mash Wednesday, where we discuss the music of the monster movies, or monster-related music, you know, I mean, either way, and of course Friday Night Fights, where we put two titular monsters not even the right word. I don't know if I can say that word. Damn. Uh, in the ring, and you decide who wins. So don't be a loser. Go join us
0: on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And welcome back to another episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. This is episode 85. We're getting close to 100. Where you got your slu- son of a gun? <laughs> you
1: got your slug sludge here. <laughs> so
0: let's, let's let's try that one more time. Okay.